Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So a really interesting week last week, guys, and we were able to book in some significant profits there uh, on Friday afternoon. Um, so a couple of really good positive back-to-back -back weeks. Um, I suppose it definitely makes up for the the previous couple of weeks prior to that, sort of four weeks ago, um, where markets were really quite choppy and um, not very nice trading conditions and were able to kind of secure significant profits now over the last two weeks to kind of make up for that sort of period of, uh, of erratic sort of price action. Um, so able to close out all our trades uh, for profits on Friday and um, We've not seen much progress since, actually, um, despite some of the news. Uh, we were looking at the US inflation numbers, the ones that the Fed like to look at, which are the PCE numbers, and uh, they came in much higher than expected. So our bias can be very bearish. We're just going to have to sort of navigate and try and get the timing right. Um, that looks like the biggest problem. Um, so. It looks like these markets are just sort of bouncing a little bit. There's very little liquidity in these markets so far as today uh, and over the Asian sessions. So there's this sort of perhaps uh, unsure about sort of direction feeding through these markets so far today. Um, but that can change, as we know, very, very quickly. Okay, please see our risk warning currently up on the screen and uh, broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Good morning, everyone. Hope we're all keeping well. Um, so as a quick introduction, we need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Where do we want to enter these markets? Where do we place our stop losses? Um, how do we manage risk? Uh, keeping that risk lower uh, to begin with and then sort of building up from there. And then how much, um, how to manage each trade, hopefully to a successful outcome. Um, so that's what we were focusing on Thursday and Friday of last week. And Trend psychology, all these are important features. We discuss them live every day in our live trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital, being accurate with the levels we use. And of course, um, patience is going to be quite important. Now, we're able to book in some good profits on Friday. And now it looks like there's not, not a huge amount happening. Um, so being patient is, is quite important. If we just start jumping straight in this morning, um, it might be a, uh, you know, kind of, a, in our experience, quite a frustrating trading day. So um, let's let's zoom in and we'll have a look at all of this price action. So, so I suppose first things first is you can see the amount of volatility in these markets. These are all daily timeframes, by the way, currently up on the screen. Um, not much has happened so far, certainly since Friday afternoon. Uh, in fact, we had a bit of a, a significant pullback. Let's have a look at the... So 
in January, we had inflation at 6.5. Um, it came down to 6.4. And um, that's, so there's, there's not much improvement really there on the CPI front. And then if we look at Friday's CPE number, it came in way above expectation. So let me, let me share that number with you. So this event here was, was going to take center stage. And in the previous um, monthly figures, we, we had an upside surprise of 0 0.4. And that's, that upside surprise is only sort of uh, widened even further. So we're now looking at a, a 0 0.6 uh, price index number, which is it's one of the most elevated numbers to date. Um, second highest, in fact, 0 0.7 being the highest. So it's interesting to see this phenomenon begin to kick in because the Fed were very, very eager to say they can now finally, you know, exhale because inflation's coming down. There's lots of deflation built in and, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing some success. And then within the next two to three weeks, all the figures have come out to say the opposite of that. So it does make you scratch your head in terms of how are they, how are they assessing these markets and what are they looking at? Um, so it, it appears on the surface that inflation is actually ticking higher now. And this is the problem with the Fed getting being late to the party is that they may need to push rates uh, a lot higher now for longer. And that's ultimately, you know, the, the problem that we, uh, that the Fed are actually creating for themselves. Okay, so this is the last um, couple of days of the trading month. So this is now Monday the 27th. Um, obviously, we've got a short month in February. So tomorrow is the last trading day. You can see, apart from that core PCE number on, on Friday, there was nothing else really of any major concern. We had G20 last week. Um, and this week as well, we've got durable goods orders, but nothing that's likely to move the dial to any great extent. And then we close out the month and it's pretty relatively quiet, really. Um, we will be hearing from the uh, the governor-designate um, Yuda, uh, who is the new governor of the Bank of uh, Japan. So... Uh, so the BOJ have spent an awful lot of money on trying to see a bit of inflation creep into the Japanese economy. And now they've got that inflation. Uh, it's interesting to see what the, what the steps are likely to take in the not too distant future. And, you know, it may mean that the yen itself might be worth looking at. So we'll have a look at that now in just a second. And the only other bit of news really to close out the month is tomorrow's um, uh, GDP numbers. And perhaps we'll look at, and sorry, it's tomorrow's uh, consumer confidence numbers. So it looks like confidence is on the rise. So let's see if that's the case. As we flick through the rest of the week, we'll be hearing from some central bankers um, and uh, we'll finish off with uh, services numbers. Uh, looks like we're still in expansion. So let's see how we get on with that in the US. Okay, so um, so as far as today's concerned, nothing of any major concern. I was just discussing the sort of the lack of volatility, really. Uh, look what we saw on, you see, there's an awful lot of support in here in, the, in this type of zone on the daily time frame. And, and that's exactly what held on, on Friday. Um, 
is the the 200 period moving average it became a strong level of support as you can see um uh, on friday it became the uh the lowest point of of friday's trading so so what now from here that that's the kind of question if you look at friday's trading we had a, a further drop to the downside which was um looking quite bearish but then the 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 rollover started to kick in and it started to bounce back and start making structural failure trades to the upside a series of smaller ones um So this is broadly a level in which we would we would like to see further further selling. So in around these levels, clearly we don't have those opportunities just yet. So it is around the area where if you saw a big structural failure trade, we would be looking for perhaps some selling to kick in. It just looks like we're going to get a bit of a bounce so far today. So the question is, do we trade the bounce? Um, I mean, if it's just exclusively off the back of Thursday's, uh, sorry, Friday's uh, PCE numbers, um, the answer is no. We'd want to trade the rollover back to the downside, but um, these markets have you know, bounced quite aggressively nearly every single time. And uh, that's what makes it slightly difficult. Um, so let's have a quick flick through these industry markets. So, and we did say as well, this descending level, which proved really quite accurate for quite some time over the course of last year, it became very nearly kind of an additional strong level of support. So if these markets did continue lower, they probably likely wouldn't have got too much lower. And now that it looks like they're bouncing off these lows. So maybe there's an argument to support uh, a bit of short-term buying in this market. It would be an easily defined trade. It wouldn't be too difficult. Uh, you can see the nature of these U.S. energy markets. There, there's, there's, a, there's a few sort of technical differences between the S&P, for example, and the Dow Jones. So the Dow Jones is in this little sideways pattern. Let me uh, just get up our support resistance uh, box. So the Dow Jones is in this little zone. So keep an eye on this. It's sideways moving, which means we'd, we'd like to trade the breakout to the downside or even potentially the breakout to the upside. And we're getting kind of neither. We're just at the lower, the lower end of this um, sideways moving pattern. If you can compare and contrast that with the S&P, which had a much smaller range of consolidation, uh, actually for still a decent amount of time, but this is the breakout that we were sort of anticipating and we're able to capitalize on. We're able to get into this trade quite early um, and trade it to the downside on a few occasions. Now we're down at these low levels. Um,
So is there going to be a little bounce in these markets? That's what that's what would be worth looking at. NASDAQ, a little bit of a bounce. Not quite a big bounce in the NASDAQ. Oh, sorry, let's say break out to the downside, as we saw in the in the S&P, but still a couple of days of decent, well, three days of very decent selling in the last two weeks. Um, that's really what it boiled down to. The FTSE, it's just rolled over. It's kind of back into these little highs in here. Um, the DAX is just drifting sideways, really. DAX, Nikkei. Nikkei broke out to the downside briefly last week and has then kind of reversed back into it. Bitcoin, so a little bit of a bounce yesterday. Um, probably further downside potentially, that would be our, our concern really with, with this market. Commodities. So we did get quite a strong little bounce off these lows. In fact, we were selling this market. We're able to, we actually exited at a break even. This was the only trade that we were in that we weren't able to generate profits. And then we got this strange sort of flush to the downside, followed by an even more aggressive pullback. So we know it can be quite volatile. So sometimes we don't really want to hang around in oil too much, especially if it's not showing sort of positive signs. But it does give us potentially an opportunity to see further downside now. Um, if this is genuinely a high. So. Let's see what the dollar's telling us because we're, we're trying to strategize around these markets now. Right, so this is the strong drop to the downside. Eventually, we'd like this market to find a bit of support. So we've got further downside on Friday. Um, and then prices have just sort of held around that level. Okay, we mentioned the yen earlier. So um, on Friday, the dollar was pretty strong across the board and we were in some of those dollar trades and we were able to book in profit on those dollar trades. And certainly the PCE numbers came in uh, where we were looking for that risk off market condition, indices down, dollar to the upside. And that was very true of the dollar yen. Um, the yen was selling off pretty much across the board. And tomorrow we're going to hear from the new um, governor and the, the BOJ. So really, these yen pairs are not really in the position to be trading them just yet. But we will begin to monitor that yen very, very well. And, and right, is there more scope for the dollar to to strengthen to the downside? Could argue yes, but it's um, it's quite messy so far this morning. Um, maybe a bit of rollover expected. So a sizable move on Friday. 
if you zoom out and put a little bit of context on it, um, we absolutely have a confirmed breakout to the upside last week. Um, and it looks like we're going to accelerate above the monthly high now, the 04, the 0408 dollar CAD. We're in quite a long-term period of sideways moving price action. So for that reason, perhaps the CAD, we can pull back just a little bit. A decent move in the Aussie dollar and New Zealand dollar with potential further downside expected, really. That's the CAD, sorry, I was looking at the Aussie. So, markets like that, it's just worth looking at the, the weekly. It just gives you a better. So, clearly, to the downside, structural failure back to the upside a few weeks back. We rolled up to these highs, and now we're extending to the downside. Looking like we're going to break the daily. The, the, the monthly low and the problem with that is um, tomorrow's the close of these monthly candlesticks so you don't generally get too much acceleration away from these monthly highs and monthly lows you know around the close of the month so that would be a little bit of a concern if anything it kind of pulls price to it so you get these little marginal um, monthly highs and monthly lows begin to kick in, which is kind of, it looks like it's where we're at. Okay, we're going to call it as we see it. And um, so on, on Friday, as you know, our trade plan was very much we were still expecting further risk off market conditions as we await US PCE price index numbers. And that's pretty much what we saw. And then these numbers came out and we saw a nice flush to the downside in favor of the indices lower and the US dollar to the upside, except those little flush trades, they didn't sort of last too long. And in fact, showed signs of, you know, decent pullback. There was a couple of dollar pairs, which were, uh, as you saw, like a dollar, the dollar Swiss and the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand dollar, uh, and I think a dollar CAD perhaps to a certain extent, that saw probably a little bit more um, dollar strength feed through perhaps than we saw elsewhere. Um, but we were sort of managing trades at that point and we were very comfortable closing out all those trades for a, a decent profits. So we're going to look to do it again. Um, our market summary. Right. So tentative market conditions post post US PCI price index numbers. Patience needed. Yeah, I think that's pretty much kind of where we're at um okay uh 
Okay, so let's read this out then. Um, Okay, so look, there's just a couple of caveats to today's trade plan. So our summary is that we've certainly got tentative markets so far, and that's post this US PCE price index numbers on Friday, which were actually very bearish for these markets. So as far as we're concerned, patience is needed. Um, we will look carefully for some uh, short-term um, downside uh some short-term us indices to the upside a little bit of a, a bounce perhaps on friday's selling and uh perhaps a bit of a weakness creeping in to the us dollar uh to the downside so that may, may be a buy trade in the euro dollar pound dollar perhaps if we get the conditions fitting nicely and just please note that tomorrow is the last day of the trading month with very little market moving news for us to consider between now and then so we don't really have much to move the dial. So will these markets fizzle out is kind of a, a bit of a question. We don't. The last thing we want to do is get into uh, a lot of uh, low productivity type trades. So um, we obviously want to try and uh, see some decent moves uh, as we close out the month. But um, it looks for now as if there's probably a limited opportunity to do so. But let's, as, as always, let's monitor these markets as we go. So I'm going to post that into the chat box, guys, so you can take that away. You can cut it and pay, cut and paste it from your chat box if you need. And um, we will uh, we'll switch live trade rooms now. So if you've got any, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box, guys. Uh, good morning to you all. Hope you're all keeping well. You, you had a good weekend. Right, let's switch over to our... Um, trading the European open session where we'll have a look at these trades and we'll see if uh, if we get a decent opportunity to take advantage of. Just to, just to clarify, our bias is very much still to the downside. Will we get a short-term bounce today? That's, that's what we'd probably be looking at. But these are sort of quite tentative, sort of nervy conditions. So we'd want to dip our toe in maybe rather than go full full tilt on it. Um, okay, so look, thanks very much for joining us. We do trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. UK time as for the European and US trading session. So if you want to join us for that, very welcome to do so. Um, for more information, just go to thelivetrading.com. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions you have there through the chat box if you need. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.